0: The following is a presentation of the BellyUp Sports Media Network. What's going on, guys? Welcome again to the Athletic Asian Podcast. It's your boy Nathan Dewin. Uh, Just came off uh, recording the first episode of the Moneyball series. If you don't know what that is, uh, it is a basically a gaming series where uh, I am in control of the Oakland Athletics on the video game MLB. MLB the show twenty three. And basically, we're gonna win it the Moneyball method. You know, we're gonna be cheap. We're gonna uh, not sign major free agents. Maybe that'll change. But the main goal is to win a World Series by just using the Moneyball method. Moneyball has uh, been one of my favorite movies of all time. My friend Isaac recommended it to me, and I always said I'll watch it eventually. And I I, have, I did it for so long, and then. I found it online. I watched it, and it was just one of the best movies of all time. It just shows that how smart the A's organization was, Billy Bean, uh, who was uh acted by Brad Pitt. And uh it was just it was just a great movie. If you haven't watched it, I, I recommend you do if you're a big baseball fan or just a sports fan in general. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about uh football. That <laughs> as you can see. Wearing my Giants hat today, and uh, you know the offseason I know for the Giants specifically, and that's going to be the main topic of today's episode is uh, the New York Giants and the situation with Saquon Barkley and Dexter Lawrence, and also also dive into the uh, the draft uh, for New York because the NFL draft was almost two weeks, no less than two weeks away. You know it's going by so fast. So today is the 18th, so uh, very excited. Uh, for that and see what the Giants decide to do and go from there but uh, first off I want to dive into Saquon Barkley and Dexter Lawrence and wh- why are they not at the voluntary offseason program and just just go from there all right here we go so let me get this right oh yes perfect is what I want Okay, so first off, for those of you who do not know who in the world Saquon Barkley is, maybe you've been living under a rock, maybe you don't watch sports as much, maybe you don't focus on the New York Giants too much, which honestly, I really don't blame you. A lot of my friends are, are 49ers fans or uh, Raiders fans or, or Chiefs fans, some of them, Cowboys fans, some of them, uh, Eagles fans. It's all over the place, okay? So if you don't follow the Giants as much, it's okay, you know. I, I really don't blame you, uh, for doing so. But first off, let, let let's talk about Saquon Barkley. All right, Saquon is 26 years old uh, as of right now. He played his college ball at Penn State. He was drafted second overall by the Giants in 2018. Had uh, 1,307 rushing yards uh, in his rookie season. Had 91 catches and 15 total touchdowns as well. In that same year, granted, the receptions was pretty much thanks to Eli Manning. I mean, that guy. He trusted Saquon a lot uh, with checkdowns in the backfield. Uh, I w- I'm not saying all uh, Saquon's catches were were checkdowns, but uh, Eli, you know, depended on him depended on him a lot uh, to uh, you know for Eli to get rid of the ball quickly, and Saquon can you know make something out of nothing. We've we've seen that on multiple occasions, not just his rookie season. Uh, Saquon being able to turn something in from turn something turn. The point is Saquon can make plays, okay? I I, I don't know the catchphrase, but Saquon, he, he, he can make plays, okay? We're going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but he did, yes, he did win Rookie of the Year in uh, 2018. Uh, and honestly, that just showed Giants fans, hey, maybe choosing a running back second overall was, not, you know, maybe not a bad idea after all. You know, we have another playmaker that can make plays in the backfield, can catch passes and whatnot. That's great uh 2019 was pretty much a similar season he had over a thousand rushing yards and whatnot uh but things really took a turn in 2020 uh when he tore his ACL in week two against Chicago that was really heartbreaking for a lot of fans to see he was going out of bounds and as he was being I think he got hit again or whatnot but he was being tackled uh, out of bounds and he and you know the tear just came and that was it I think he was screaming in pain I think it was just terrible to watch um after that, he only played 15 total games from 2020 to 2021. And then, see, then many Giants fans went from, oh, choosing a running back second overall isn't that bad to, okay, I see why you don't do that. You know, you have a lot of teams that draft running backs in, like, the fifth, the sixth, or seventh round, and they end up winning the Super Bowl. And we have we have a team in, in our Giants Uh, that drafted running back second overall in Saquon Barkley, and we haven't won anything other than the playoff game recently. Uh, And we'll dive into the recently part in a bit. But, you know, Saquon, this is his... The 2022 season was pretty much his his make it or break it year in terms of, okay, is he going to be back? Can he show show his old self? Can he show the new regime led by GM Joe Shane, led by head coach Brian Dable? Can he show them that he's still capable of being the same guy? He said it. Uh, in a press conference, and a, uh, not in a press conference, but he said in an interview, he said, hey, I feel like I can be the same guy. I want to be here. And he showed in 2022 that, hey, he is still that same guy. 295 carries, 1,312 rushing yards, had 10 touchdowns uh, total, also had 57 catches in, uh, for 338 yards. I had that one uh, amazing catch where he cut it out of the backfield, was going to the right, and then reversed the left, uh, this was against Chicago. I forgot what, what week it was, uh, but it was outstanding by Saquon. He was great, and I'm just proud of him for you know coming back from injury, showing the world that hey, I'm back, and if I'm healthy, I can make plays. Uh, in the wild card game against the Vikings, because the Giants made the playoffs last season, very proud of him, of course. Uh, finished the season nine seven and one, the regular season that is, and making the postseason, going to Minnesota. Uh, had nine carries, fifty three yards, two touchdowns. And then against Philadelphia in the in the divisional round, it wasn't that great by him. Uh so but that was that's Saquon Barkley for you. If you don't know who that he, he is, or maybe you've been lost in the shuffle, maybe you think he's he sucks. I get it, but he showed last season that he's pretty decent himself. So what's this holdout situation? why is why are we hearing that Saquon Barkley is not the, the offseason program? Should we be panicking? For those of you who don't know, the Giants placed a non-exclusive franchise tag on Saquon Barkley this past offseason. Uh, it was going to be a one-year, $10 million deal, basically, if he signed. Uh, they could negotiate a long-term deal in the future, possibly next season, if he were to sign. And honestly, if he signed it, it would have been beneficial for the Giants. Uh, but this isn't the best thing for Saquon Barkley because, um, you know, that's not a lot of money at first. And you sh- even though you showed... Last season, that you're capable of of being the same guy that the Giants drafted you for in 2018, the team doesn't really trust you. But it's that may be Saquon's mindset. I I don't obviously don't know Saquon like that. That might be his mindset. But see, I don't think the team is thinking like that because we know that the owner jo- uh, John Mara and the, and Joe Shane, the GM, they hope to reach a long term deal with Saquon eventually. Uh, but the team seems hesitant. I think because of just the slow running back market this off season. I mean, we we've seen um, Miles Sanders get signed, but his it was like a four year, twenty something million dollar deal, uh, or something like that. And the average per year is like if you think if you do the math, that's under ten million uh, a season for four years. That's not a lot of money, and Miles Sanders isn't a scrub. Like, this guy was literally the leading back on the Philadelphia Eagles uh, and the rushing attack. You know, of, of course, rushing attack with Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders and Boston Scott and, and and Kenneth Gainwell. By the way, shout out to Jalen Hurts, getting paid, the highest paid player in NFL history. I don't like the Eagles, but I respect Jalen Hurts. He, he's, he's a good dude, and he, he can make plays. Uh, so, you know, back to Saquon. I get it. The Giants don't want to sign him to a long-term deal uh yet. And this has nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with Daniel Jones and his extension this past off season or this offseason. So basically, uh four years 160 million to be exact. Uh this has nothing to do with the Daniel Jones situation. But uh Barkley is not gonna sign the tender. We he's gonna miss the offseason program, uh, which obviously began on Monday. And this is, you know, for me, what I think of it is. I understand where Saquon's coming from. You want that long-term deal. You want that stability. You know, go get your money. You know, that's what these players want. To, they want to get their money. And I don't. I really don't blame him for doing so, uh, especially in Saquon's case. You know, he showed in 2022 that, hey, I look at me. I'm, I'm healthy. When I'm healthy, I, I'm pretty good. I'm on the top five backs in the NFL. And he showed that by being top five in rushing yards last season as well. Uh, so I, I really don't blame Saquon. Uh, I do hope he gets his money. I do understand what the team is coming from. Uh, if I'm Saquon, I, I'm going to wait it out too. But I don't think Saquon's going to win this argument. I do think Joe Shane's going to figure this out and maybe kind of meet in the middle with Saquon. Saquon, I believe, wanted something in the twelve or thirteen million dollar per year range. So maybe uh, Joe Shane's gonna he's going to figure this out. But I don't think Shane will let Saquon have the upper hand here. Like I said, Shane has not has no beef with Saquon. I'm just saying, Joe Shane has so far has the ability to work contracts out and make the player and and the team, um, both sides happy, basically. So I I, I do feel for Saquon, and I hope he gets his money. But also, I do believe Joe Shane is going to figure this out. And hey, it's April. You know, it's still a long term, a long way a ways away. And this is only voluntary offseason programming. So I, no reason to panic, uh, if you're a Giants fan. Uh, the same thing is for Dexter Lawrence, the defensive tackle. Now, Dexter Lawrence, uh, the Giants picked up his fifth-year option. He, as we all know, Lawrence was the first-round pick of the Giants in 2019. He was—he's 25 years old as of right now. And in his first three seasons, he was—he was pretty serviceable uh, for the team. He had nine sacks in those three seasons, uh, 38, 53, and 54 tackles respectively, respectively, I should say, uh, from 2019 to 2021. But 2022 was sort of the breakout year for Lawrence. I mean, he had 7.5 sacks, had 68 total tackles. He had 28 quarterback hits. uh, In his first three seasons had had no numbers in terms of quarterback hits uh, near the 28 that he had in 2022. He made the All-Pro second team. He made the Pro Bowl. The team picked up his fifth-year option. But like Saquon, he wants an extension. He is not at the voluntary programs. Totally understandable. I get it. Uh, same thing with Barkley I do feel Lawrence deserves an extension he was a great piece up there in the front uh, three along with uh, Leonard Williams uh, Lawrence he, he, he's, he's a havoc man I, I, I love him a lot and I do hope he gets an extension so um, in summary Saquon, Dexter Lawrence they both want extensions the Giants are going to figure it out I know they're not going to let these two go uh, or let them be miserable or, or sad or mad or anything like that I do, I do know for sure when I don't know, but I do know for sure the Giants are going to figure this out. So, before I go, I do want to discuss uh, um, a little bit of draft stuff, and we'll, you know, we're going to dive into, um, we're going to do some more—not more, but we're going to start doing uh, sort of a how do I say this—a reaction to some of the news from the Giants uh, organization. They're releasing videos on uh, like press conferences of Joe Shane talking about the off-season programming. Uh, um, Daniel Jones talking to the media we're going to be reacting to those uh, in the future and they've released videos recently I believe so we're going to dive into that uh, in the future but before we go I do want to discuss the whole draft stuff let's be completely honest the Giants did not have a true number one wide receiver in 2022 in fact I don't even remember the last time the Giants had a really true number one guy was it Victor Cruz? was it? oh oh Maybe O'Dell Beckham Jr., obviously. That's probably the, the best uh, answer there. Uh, but last season, was it Darius Slain? Was it Isaiah Hodgins? Was it Richie James? I think Richie James did lead the Giants in receiving yards, so it was pretty much Richie James. Regardless, you know, the Giants head into this offseason. They made some moves. They got Paris Campbell uh, from the Colts and free agency. They, they re-signed Sterling Shepard. They signed Jamison Crowder. They signed Jeff Smith. Who Smith's going to be more, more of a special teams guy. But, you know, this receiving core could use a, a major upgrade. And as you see in the picture, that's Jordan Addison, who is a popular choice so far among these mock drafts that I've seen online. Uh, last season, had 59 catches, 875 yards, and eight touchdowns for USC. But the main numbers I want to look at is his 100-catch, 1,593 receiving yards, and 17 touchdowns in 2021. Uh, granted, he was at the University of Pittsburgh in 2021. To uh, usc in 2022 uh so but he he's i like him he he runs great routes great hands he's all around one of the best receivers in this draft so i really do like him and if he falls for the giants at 25 i do feel like the giants should you know try to get at him uh Jalen hyatt the guy from tennessee is another great choice he's this guy's fast addison's good speed himself but hyatt is quick fast uh, 67 catches, 1,267 uh, receiving yards, 15 touchdowns with Tennessee. Uh, he's someone I really like uh, myself. And uh, the Giants get either Hyatt or Addison. I'm honestly going to be a happy dude. Other choices in the later rounds, guys like Trey Palmer, Rishi Rice. Um, if Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, or even Jackson Smith and Jake falls to the Giants, I do feel like that's another choice uh, to consider as well. Just a, a lot of talented wideouts in this draft. Uh, more specifically, in the in the first two rounds, uh, is where these receivers are being mocked at right now. Uh, in terms of Rice and Palmer, not so much. But I do feel like the Giants are going to get a wide receiver. Cornerback is another option for New York as well. I just feel like getting a receiver in the first round might be safer, and getting a corner later in the draft will be uh, more beneficial. Because I I know a guy uh, that the Giants might or should look into actually close by to the giants by the name of Garrett Williams uh the guy from Syracuse uh, university he's a, a corner i like myself a lot too i think he, i know he battled injuries but i do feel like williams would be a solid uh choice at corner in the later rounds so i think that allows the giants to, to to go wide receiver at 25 and then get corner eventually uh in the second or third or maybe later in the later rounds so uh, that's pretty much what I'm gonna to cover today. Like I said, we're gonna be reacting to a lot more of the Giants uh, and the videos that come out of their uh, their camp. You know, whether it's it's press conferences by Joe Shane or Daniel Jones or say maybe we'll hear from Saquon once he gets signed. He's he's obviously not gonna be in the building. Uh, Dexter Lawrence is allowed in the building actually, uh, so we'll go from there. Before we go, I do want to announce some big news. We are partnering with Fanatics. Yes, the Athletic Asian Podcast is now partnering with Fanatics, my favorite store, obviously my my number one stop uh, for sports gear. As you can see, wearing this beautiful giant sat, got this a while ago from Fanatics. Uh, Fanatics is your one-stop shop for all your sports gear. NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, hockey, uh, wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, you can – find stuff there on fanatics um they always have something going on every single day whether it's free shipping or discounts the honest you're gonna get a good deal of fanatics no matter uh what you get uh so check it out fanatics.com uh for all your sports gear needs and obviously with the nfl draft coming up it's gonna be some ex- you know great gear hats t-shirts if you want to look like, you know, a player that you uh, the, that you like and that your team drafted, you can get the same hat as them on Fanatics.com. Again, that's www.Fanatics.com. Fanatics, your one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs. I'm your host, Nathan Nguyen. Thank you for listening and or watching the Athletic Asian Podcast. We'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great one. Thank you very much.